Welcome to Worthy Radio. We are on now part five of this exciting eight-part series. This is not our normal flow, but I'm excited that you guys are going with us on this flow after a long break, a long hiatus to get this book finished. We are finally here, and so we're sharing uh, wisdom directly inspired from the eight keys of self-esteem the eight keys of healthy self-esteem outlined in the book Worthy, and we are on to key five, which is clarity, listening to the voice of your intuition, uh, strengthening that connection with the Holy Spirit's wisdom within. So let's dive into key five, clarity, uh, right here on Worthy Radio with your host, Shannon Yvette. Essential number five is clarity. You know, clarity is really the confidence to embrace this clear, intuitive thinking. It elevates every aspect of your personal and professional life. We learn how to strengthen and hone the spiritual intuition through the power and spiritual alignment of soul care. And so really clarity is welcome when we're calm. There's a quote that says, your ship will come in, but it's going to come in over a calm sea, right? And so when our minds are racing and what the Buddhists call the monkey mind, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Sometimes the best thing to do is to slow down so that we can get there faster. When we slow down, we get there faster. And there is practical clarity for everything we need in our lives. God himself, herself, because wisdom is a she. If you look at the Proverbs, wisdom is called a woman. And so we tap into the feminine divine wisdom. Wisdom is is breathing. She's speaking. She's instructing. She's warning. She's intuitively guiding us through the spiritual gifts of sight and vision and understanding and sensing and knowing and empathy and being able to pick up on things. But we have learned to distrust ourselves. Unworthiness will cause you to distrust yourself. It'll cause you to second guess yourself. It'll cause you to be so much in your head that you're missing the subtle messages that is that are being whispered by the Holy Spirit to your heart. And so practical clarity for life's choices and decisions are always there. And we can start to discern what it feels like to be in clarity versus chaos by feeling, are we in our peace or are we in a sense of powerlessness? Does this feel like panic or does this feel like peace? Because every time my peace leaves me when I'm attempting to make a decision, I'm not in flow. I'm in fear. Now, listen, I believe in fear. (laughs) Took a sip of water. Sometimes fear is the most intelligent response there is. Look, I'm afraid of that. That doesn't feel right. I don't want to walk down that dark alley. I don't want to engage with that person again. I know what happened the last time. Fear is an intelligent response. there's there's never a time that we should negate the mechanism of fear. It was given to us for a reason. And yet many of us, many of us are, are in a place to where we are not seeing, we're not seeing the true essence of where this fear is coming from because it is not coming from anything that is real. It is actually coming from the vain imagination. And so clarity comes through a calm, centered, grounded mind. I surrender these racing thoughts to you, God. I receive your clarity. 
Clarity is cultivated when we learn how to listen to the inner voice of our souls versus the outer chaos and distractions of this world because they are busy and they're a lot and there's noise surrounding us all the time. And when's the last time you got quiet and just had a moment with your soul? You know, I love the quote by Mother Teresa that says, God is a friend of silence. God is a friend of solitude and a friend of stillness. We're busy, 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 busy. And when's the last time you sat long enough to inquire of your soul, to inquire of your soul, to sit alone with God? We believe in having a daily spiritual practice. And if you're a part of anything that we're doing in this worthy community with our worthy coaching or with our creator program, whatever we are doing, there is a emphasis on having a daily spiritual practice. Even in the 21 days of worthiness challenge, it's a daily spiritual practice that we are getting people in the habit of, because if I am not in the daily habit of checking in with my own soul and with God, what am I out here doing? Am I living as a puppet <laughs> of this world, right? Am I reactionary and being pulled to and fro? I don't have a foundation that's built on a solid place which means I am going to align with a lower level frequency. And I don't want the chaos and the spiritual rat race of this world. I am designed to transcend that and live in a place of authority and grace and clarity and understanding and vision and peace and inner calm because I have cultivated a safe space to go back to time and time again to check in with my soul, to check in with my God and to be clear on what my marching orders are. And so when people say, I don't have time to have a spiritual practice, I'm like, are you kidding me? A few minutes in God's presence could change everything. You could be in a place of meditation, of yoga, of prayer, of journaling, of quiet time, whatever your daily spiritual practice is. You could get one divine download, as one of my friends calls them, divine downloads. You could get one whisper of intuition. You could get one whisper of understanding in your spirit that could reset your entire life. God is a friend of silence and solitude and stillness. It is God who gives us witty ideas and inventions. It is God who gives us the power to get wealth. It is God who gives us the spirit of wisdom, that feminine spirit in Proverbs that says it adds wisdom and riches and long life to us. So can I sit each day and tap into the divine and say, God, I have questions on my soul. Now reveal the answers, right? Because when I put the question out there, the universe is working to provide the answer for me, but I have to be aware. I have to pay attention to the subtle signs and the wonders to the divine synchronicities that are going to line up in my life the minute I ask for clarity because God withholds no good thing from us. And truly by nature, we are here to flow and walk in a level of clarity. But let me surrender my racing thoughts and accept God's calm wisdom. Let me surrender my fear of uncertainty and embrace the certainty of your spirit on the inside of me, God, which is unchanging, but is always co-creating, but is always revealing through signs and wonders and coincidences and patterns and Many of us see those things in different ways. Some of you see numbers. Some of you see animals. Some of you hear certain music. Some of you see things and you understand that, wait a minute, this is an imprint of heaven speaking to me. And it's beautiful clarity. If I pay attention and I slow down and I allow myself to receive and be aware of what's happening around me, there is always clarity for life. And there's always clarity for my purpose 
that goes beyond what my logic understands. But worthiness will help me trust myself again. It'll help me trust my co-creative partnership with God. It will help me trust that when I'm feeling like something is wrong, that I should listen to that. And when I'm feeling like something is right, I should trust that. I'm learning how to trust these signs that are on the inside of me. Once again, I'm learning how to trust God, my creator. I'm learning how to lean on wisdom outside of my realm of understanding and tap into the supernatural gifts that live on the inside of me of wisdom, of knowledge, of perception, of a deeper knowing when I'm connected to my source. And so clarity is always here if we learn how to cultivate a safe place to receive it in, to expand it in and to learn how to flow in it in a deeper way. So welcome to our soul work session uh, for key five clarity. And the question is for you to ponder, meditate, journal, is what are the limiting beliefs you need to release so that your soul can thrive? What are the limiting beliefs that you need to release so your soul can thrive? What's tormenting, what's weighing down, what needs to go? so that you can fly and thrive. So thank you again for joining us for this special eight-part series. We're nearing the end. We'll be on key six on tomorrow, which I'm really excited about. I guess I'm excited about all of them. This book has been four years in rewrites, (laughs) eight years uh, from the beginning to now, this rebirth of it. Uh, So I'm really excited to get into character, which is where we start to really lay the foundation for our calling and for the completion of this journey in key seven and eight. So I'm super excited to see you on the next session, key six, character, blessings, and much love to everybody. Thank you for joining us on Worthy Radio.